0: Wouldn't it be great to have a podcast with a qualified host who can turn complicated tax content into easy-to-understand everyday examples? Well, finally, there is... Welcome to Talking Tax with Aiden Moran, covering everything taxation from individual to corporate, income tax, corporation tax, capital taxes, and everything in between. This is Talking Tax with Aiden Moran. Now, here's your host, Aiden.
1: Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Talking Tax with me, Aidan Morn. So what I wanted to look at in today's episode is the concept of the base of assessment. This is an area that is highly examinable in a lot of the more basic taxation papers, but I find that even people doing advanced papers, they and in real life, they don't know the concepts of the basic, the you know the basic rules around the basis of assessment. And when I talk about the base of assessment, what I'm really referring to is the period, the period in which you are being taxed upon. And I'm gonna to refer to it, or I'm going to talk about the concept in relation to case one or case two. So Schedule D case 1 or case 2 income is going to be income from a trade, case 1, for an example, um, a carpenter. Or case 2 is going to be a profession, so maybe an architect or a solicitor or a doctor. So your special rules are around the commencement of a trade, where around the cessation of a trade, and also around the change of accounting date. For the purpose of this episode, I'm just going to focus around the base of assessment for a commencement. So when a trade commences, there are special rules for the first three years. So year one, what you're going to be taxed on is from the day you start all the way up until the 31st of December in that year. So for example, If I start to trade, let's say, on the 1st of July, 2022, what I'm going to be taxed on is going to be my income from the 1st of July, 2022, up until the 31st of December, 2022. Now, I mightn't prepare my accounts. I mightn't prepare my accounts for a year. So maybe if I, you know, my my accounts will be from July, 2022, up until I don't know, June, 2023, I'll use my accounts, let's say for the year ending June, 2023. So what I will need to do is I'll need to break that period, that, that initial period from July to December out. And so I might, I will need to pro rata out the numbers in my accounts. So let's say if my year ends July, 2023, or you say year end, June, 2023, if that is a twelve month period, which it is. Then I will be taxed on six twelfths of that. So, for example, if it was if I earned let's say twenty four thousand in that period, but I I would have earned twelve thousand between July and December, because between July and December is a six month period, and I'm I'm taking that out of a twelve month out of a larger twelve month period. So you just need to be mindful that year one. Is the day you start up until the 31st of December that year. And you may need to prorada out the accounts. Year two. Year two and it gets it gets interesting. And there are three options in year two. And you must follow these in order. Option one: if you have a 12-month set of accounts ending in year two, whatever that is, use it. So a 12-month set of accounts ending in year two use it option two if you got more than one set of accounts and if the accounts are for duration of more or less than 12 months you use the 12 months ending on the latest date so if you have more than one set of accounts so you got two three four five whatever or Your accounts are for less than or greater than 12 months. What you need to do is use the 12 months ending on the latest date. Option 3. If option 1 or option 2 do not apply, you use option 3. What does option 3 mean? It means you use the actual basis. What does the actual basis mean? It means that you use from January. To December. You you use the actual tax here. That's year two and then rules must be followed and I do understand I do appreciate that it is somewhat difficult to comprehend in English the mathematical examples of which I have many and I have one specifically for this podcast if you would like access to it I'll certainly email it to you and you just have to ask for it. My email is info at taxexams.ie So that's the rule around year one, also around year two. So if I go back to my example for a second, let's say I start to trade on the 1st of July 2022 and I do my accounts up until the 30th of June 2023 for a year. We're happy with year one, it's going to be from July to December 2022. Fine. What about year two? Well, do we have year two is the year 2023. Do I have a 12 month set of accounts ending in 2023? Yes, I do. I have the 12 months, my first set of accounts, the 12 months ending in June 2023 so i use them and people are wondering there well i've already used six twelfths of it in year one and in year two i'm using twelve twelfths so i'm being taxed on the same profits twice really yeah you're going to be taxed on the same profits twice and what do we do to overcome that well what we do is When we get into year three, we do a little review a year two. And it's important that this is a taxpayer. The taxpayer's option to review. The taxpayer's option to review. I have the option to have lunch today. I might have lunch or I mightn't, it is optional. So when you have the taxpayer option to review, it's up to the taxpayer to decide and what they're reviewing is they're comparing what they what was assessed in year two based on the three options versus what we actually made so for example if we actually made i don't know eight euro but we're assessed on 10 euro then we've been overtaxed we've been over assessed by two So the taxpayer is going to take that two euro, he's gonna exercise his option to review, and he can carry that forward into year three and reduce the year three profits down. Let's flip it around for a second. Let's say we done our year two based on the three options and we were, I don't know, we were taxed on, let's say we were taxed on 10 euro. And when we compare it to what we actually made, we actually made 50 euro. So we are taxed on 10, we made 50, would you as a taxpayer exercise your option to review? Would you like to be taxed on more? Are you going to tell revenue? You say Mr. Taxman you tax me on 10 euro, I made 50 euro, please tax me on more. No you're not gonna exercise your option because it's a taxpayer's option to review and you only do it in your favor. So I understand that this is one of the most complicated areas in tax. I understand it's difficult to see it or hear it through a podcast or understand through a podcast. I understand. Email me, I'll send you out worked examples. Let me summarize. Year one, that you start to the end of December that year. Fine. Year two, you have three options. Option one, 12 months out of accounts ending in ending in year two, use it. Option two, if you got more than one set of accounts, or if the accounts are not for 12 months, use the 12 months ending on the latest date. Option three, if one or two do not apply, use the actual January to December. That's it. You go into year three, and year four, and year five, and your and subsequent years forever. Tax on the 12 month set of accounts ending in the tax year in year three, four, five, six, seven. One thing you need to be mindful of on the commencement, when you get to year three, you, you review year two. Taxpayer option to review. What do they do? They look at how much they were assessed based on year option one, two, and three. We've just mentioned it, and we compare that to we what we actually made. If we were assessed on more than we actually made. We were assessed on 10, we actually made 8, we take that excess and use it to reduce year 3. If it's the other way around, if we were assessed on 10, but we actually made 50, be quiet. Do not say anything. Do not exercise your option to review, because who wants to pay more tax? I have a question, a difficult question. A question that sixty to seventy percent of tax students do not understand or they just don't they, they just don't know how to calculate it. And I hope you can understand it, because I'm going to tell you the answer. How many months how many months are in one year? Is it eight, ten, or twelve? Well done. Congratulations. There are 12 months in a year. Please, when you're looking at that question, do not forget that. That is the most basic, the most simplest, but it is the one, que- one area that 60 to 70% of, of every exam question or every exam setting or students, they get it wrong. They, they don't add up the months. So use your fingers and toes. Just be very mindful of it. Use your fingers and toes to work out the months. And the next thing I want, the other thing I want you to do is tell me the year. So if, if year one is 2022, what year is year two? Well, it's 2023. Add on a year. So always write down the year and what year number it is. Because students always, again, make, you know, when I'm correcting these exam papers from various places, they, they make mistakes in relation to that. I hope you've found that of some use. I apologize. It's the most complicated area at this level in tax around commencement. But it is so important in real life and in exams because so many businesses are, are commencing to trade. There are special rules around cessation. And we will cover that next week. And also maybe pot- potentially around change of accounting date. I hope you've had some use out of this my website if you want to get in touch is taxexams.ie or you can email me info at taxexams.ie thank you and goodbye for now
0: you've been listening to Talking Tax with Aidan Moran Aiden is a fully qualified chartered accountant, a chartered tax advisor. He's a full-time tax and accounting lecturer and has over 15 years working in the area. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us at taxexams.ie. For questions and comments, send an email to info at taxexams.ie. And join our Facebook group at Tax Accounting Training. See you next time.